Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology and this is December 7th through 13th, 2020. My name is Katie Sweetman. This is Empowering Astrology and maybe you're probably wondering why I am wearing a fancy sparkly dress. So I think I warned you all last few months ago, I was like, there's a point in the wardrobe where I'm just going to start wearing party dresses because I don't have anything anywhere to go this, uh, this party season. So let's party together. So if you're watching on the live broadcast, do say hello. Let me know where you're watching from. I know that some of you are in Australia, you're in South Africa, you're in Canada, you're in the United States, you're in Europe. Um, like I said, I'm getting a little fancy and maybe we need to start celebrating because Saturn is going to leave Capricorn on December 17th. So as I wrote in my December 2020 horoscopes, and thank you for being patient because I know they were a few days late, um, I talked about December's astrology. I talked about how December's astrology was a time of big shift. Why? Well, number one, Saturn changes signs. Saturn is the master timekeeper of astrology. Uh, every three years, it moves to a new sign, which means uh, collectively, we start to point towards a new direction. You know, Saturn and Capricorn since the very beginning of 2018 has been a time for all of us, and I mean all of us, to step up to some path of mastery. You know, there's some part of our life that needs more like we need to kind of reach a higher bar. There's a sense of maturity. There's a sense, I mean, it's hard one maturity. I know that the last few years have not been easy. Let's not forget Pluto has also been in Capricorn. It will continue to be in Capricorn until 2023, 2024. That said, Saturn is moving out, Jupiter, also moving out. Jupiter is going to leave Capricorn on December 19th, and they will come together in the sky for something called the Great Conjunction on December 21st of this year. If you have luxury to be able to see the night sky, you know, maybe you've seen Jupiter and Pluto, not Jupiter and Pluto, Jupiter and Saturn get closer and closer together in the sky. Now, this is something that happens every 20 years. Uh, we'll be talking about this more throughout the different lives this month. Um, but it's something that, it, like I said, it happens every 20 years. So it initiates a 20 year cycle, something that's very big. And I, I know other astrologers are, are, are making a lot of promises about this great conjunction. I, I tend to be a little bit more cautious by nature, I tend to under promise than over promise. Um, I think with Jupiter and Saturn, we, we can't forget that these are two planets that work on the level of society. These are not personal planets. They do not talk about what we had for lunch. They do not talk about where we live. They talk about society, humanity, collective, the structures that our world is built on, our government, power, our institutions. So there's going to be some sort of shift that will play out over the next 20 years. And 20 years is a is a long time. Um, so it's kind of hard to you know think about that much time when we're just 
We're just trying to get through the end of 2020. That's why I'm putting on my, my party clothes. Maybe a little bit too early. Maybe we should get to the end of the year first before we start celebrating. Um, again, my name is Katie Sweetman. This is Empowering Astrology. Every week we get together to take a live look at the astrology. But I know that some of you do watch on the replay. You are on YouTube. You are on Spotify. You are on IGTV over on my Instagram channel. So thank you all for joining me again and again or are listening again to the to the replay um so this week you know we've got you know saturn is at the final degree of capricorn so today monday december 7th saturn reached 29 degrees of capricorn saturn was last at this point in the zodiac this would have been about the middle of march of 2020 that certainly was an interesting week yeah i'm looking real fancy um that was certainly an interesting week and then uh saturn came back to the last degree of capricorn in july of 2020 so we're returning again to these two periods of time but here's how i look at things saturn when it gets to the final degree of a sign 29 degrees is like Saturn. Uh, maybe you don't know this, maybe you're new to astrology, but every planet has its own cycle and rhythm. The sun, it's really easy to figure out. The sun every year returns to where it was on our birthday, for example. But Saturn is 29 years, actually 29 and a half years, if we're getting very specific. So 29 degrees, 29 years, you know, that that last degree of a sign of the zodiac has an affinity with Saturn. So in, in English, this means that when we get to the end of a sign, we have to sort of demonstrate wisdom, we have to demonstrate authority, we have to demonstrate that we sort of learn the lessons of that sign. And so the zodiac is just the wheel of life meaning everything in creation has a place in the heavens for it to kind of get slotted into. So Capricorn is an archetype. It's an archetype at this point we know really well. Capricorn is matter, manifestation, it's our physical world, it's our structures. But on a personal level, it's a sign that really pushes us to to grow up, to take authority, to take the lead. It's a little bit of a, an older archetype, you know, 29 years. I mean, if you were ancient times and you lived past 29, like you were practically a wise elder at this point. But you know, when we get to Capricorn, we need to demonstrate something that we know, we've kind of found our place in the world, and I, and I mean this in the best possible way, of course, that we, we got our stuff together. And I think that in some way, the last few years have been about getting our stuff together. And I have like a little bit of a pet theory about the last three, three years. It's one of those things where it's like, I'll never know for sure. Um, and you've heard me talking about this in previous live videos. Pluto went into Capricorn in January of 2008. I know that was almost 13 years ago, which is kind of bananas think about that. But when Pluto went into Capricorn, there was a particular part of our life that needed a gut level transformation. 
And if you look to that part of your life, um, and in the show notes, um, I have a link to Saturn and Capricorn side by side. I know I'm talking about Pluto, but I am in, in really in reality um, talking about uh, I'm talking about Capricorn. So Pluto goes into Capricorn in 2008 and begins what will be a 16-year story of completely gut transforming that part of our astrology or that part of the world. And then in the beginning of 2018, Saturn goes into Capricorn. And Saturn in Capricorn was, you know, show me the receipts, show me what you've been doing. And this is where it's kind of a little bit more of a pet theory, it's more of a philosophical way of looking at things. But I think that there's kind of some place we're all supposed to be. I mean this personally, not, I mean, I don't know, maybe this could be collectively as well. I think personally, there's some sort of mark in our life we're, so, we're supposed to be hitting. And I think that the last few years have been trying to get us closer. And whatever sort of processes that started back in 2008, it was to try to consolidate, it was try to make something really solid, but it may have meant that there was still stuff that we really needed to, to let go of, get rid of. I just have seen it in different people, not judgment. It's just we're all in different places. So here we are, and in the past few years, they've been, they've been hard. You know, the last time Saturn and Pluto were together in Capricorn was 1518. You know, that's 500 years ago. So it's not something that happens very often. And interesting enough, that time, at least from a European history perspective, uh, there's a lot of big changes happening politically and structurally at that time. So on a personal level, something structural had to change in 2020. So as you reflect back on Saturn and Capricorn, and I really do honestly think it's worthwhile to reflect and see what's happened 2018, 2019, 2020, any light bulbs go off, anything that you realize like, wow, like if that didn't happen, then this couldn't have happened. Because Saturn is at that point right now in the story where it's like, what did you learn? 29 degrees, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. Saturn saying, I'm going to leave, go to Aquarius on December 17th. And I know you're like, I know, I'm counting, counting, down, counting down the days. But Saturn's like, but there was a purpose to this time. What did, what did you build? What high bar did you hit? What mark did you reach towards? What did you build? And, and it may very well have been that you had to build something on something that Pluto cleared. And maybe Pluto cleared it very powerfully, very strongly. So let's just very quickly recap. What is your Capricorn house? What is your Capricorn? What part of your chart is Capricorn? Um, if you are an Aries, the past three years or the past 13, depending on how you look at it, has been about career. It's been about your place in the world. It's been about the title after your name. It's been about power. Your, your, your power in the world, the, how you occupy your power, um, your, you know, live your power. And I mean this not from an ego standpoint. I mean, you're in a, it's in a part of your chart that if you're not occupying your own power, somebody's going to occupy it for you. And maybe that's been a theme 
if you've been in Aries over the last year, and maybe if you look back, you've seen some major professional changes in the last 13 years, in the last three years. Um, because Saturn has been asking Aries, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, Taurus, so it's been about faith, truth, meaning. What do you believe in? How do you see the world? How do you see yourself? In the world, you may see yourself and you may see the world very differently than you did 13 years ago in, in January 2008. Um, the past few years have been, you know, Saturn's like, well, after all that, what do you believe in? Do you still believe in something? Do you believe in the world? Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in God's source, creator? Um, but there's a sense of having to have a very strong or at least a sharper sense of philosophy, a sharper sense of conviction, a sharper sense of right and wrong, because this part of your chart does talk about morality. I know morality is kind of a loaded word, um, but at the core of it is a sense of knowing, like, what are the, what are sort of the rules and laws in your world? Um, Gemini. So I think for this has been a little bit difficult for Gemini, and I know that I've talked about this time and again, I've talked about this in my horoscopes, I talked about it in my December horoscopes, which are in the, sh the link in the show notes. Um, Gemini, this has been, if you think about it, if you look back, the last 13 years have been about a lot of emotional heavy lifting, a lot of digging something out, looking at yourself, and I think Pluto in this part of your chart has really made you face you face you in a way that you have never faced yourself before. And in the last three years, it's you had to kind of go even deeper into yourself. There had to be even more transformation. I think the reason it's been hard for Gemini in particular is that it's been emotionally hard. It's been emotionally heavy. So you're sort of taking stock over the last three years in a way you're taking stock for the last 13 and knowing that you're going to be going into a very different phase of life come December 17th, when then the narrative switches to, what do you believe in? You're kind of, Taurus is passing the torch to you, Gemini. But I think that really look at your emotional fortitude and your emotional strength, Gemini, you know, the things that you've had to endure, and to navigate, but also the necessary pressure that needed to happen for you to grow and evolve in ways that you can't even imagine. So the, it's kind of like the, the diamond that comes out of this intense pressure of time, the alchemy, the soul alchemy, the spiritual alchemy. So that's where you are. Gemini, um, Cancer, relationships and all about other people. And when I say relationships, I don't just mean romantic relationships because this is part of this part of your chart's very one-on-one -on -one, um, level of relationships. It's like how do you socialize, interact, open up and connect with people? So Pluto has been massively transforming how you do relationships for the last 13 years. It will that for the next three years. But with Saturn there, you've needed to consolidate the lessons. And maybe you've had a major relationship come in. Maybe there's been a commitment. Maybe there's been a marriage. Maybe there's been a moving in together. Maybe there's been a relationship and it's 
the relationship was with Pluto, meaning somebody who showed you some really dark lessons, unfortunately. But that said, you know, I think some of the conversations that I've had with my cancer clients is there's a sense of like, I never want to experience that again. I never want, I never want to date that kind of person. I never want to marry that type of person. Or, wow, look at all, all the work that I've done and, and how somebody very new can come in during this time. Um, after cancer is Leo. So Leo, this time has been about your body, your relationship with your body, your relationship with the day-to-day world, your work, your craft, your practice, your organization, uh, your day-to-day life. If I didn't say that already. So this has been a 13 year story of having a completely different relationship with your body, having a completely different relationship with your day-to-day life and inhabiting life because sometimes we're afraid to inhabit life and so i think pluto in a way has been trying to get leo grounded and then here comes saturn 2018 2019 2020 and maybe you made some really powerful choices to live your life differently or have different healthy habits make changes in diet and so when you look back, when you reflect now that Saturn's at 29, like what big shift in your day-to-day life? How, how, what has happened? Do you, you go to the gym and maybe you never went to the gym before? Would you do something else? Because um, you now need to engage with your sort of day-to-day life in a much different way. It's been about work and progress, uh, projects. Um, so it's something to look back to see what has changed, what has transformed, what has consolidated and even crystallized with your relationship with your health and overall wellness. Um, Virgo. So the last three years, if not the last 13 years, have been a time about you having a very different relationship with yourself. And I mean, how do you express who you are? Having the courage to be you, uh, taking yourself seriously, taking your talent seriously, uh, powerful new creative projects, maybe even themes around children. Um, But there's been a sense of needing to know exactly who you are at this time. And maybe Pluto had to clear out a lot of the things that you weren't in order for Saturn to come in and to help you consolidate or to see or to feel or to crystallize exactly who you are. Because believe it or not, people have a very strong sense of who they are that's actually not who they are. It's based on the past. It's based on trauma. It's based on parents. And But what happens when you start to take that stuff away? What remains? Well, what remains is you, exactly who you are, minus the past, minus the things that happened, minus the expectations of friends and community and life. And you get back down to the core essence of who you are. That's really what's been at the the real heart of this time for Virgo. So Saturn's like, do you know, do you know who you are? Something to figure out the next week and a half. No big deal, right? So Libra. Libra, this last three years, if not the last 13 years, have been about Saturn going through the bottom of your chart, the base, the foundation. Now, that part is very much about home and family, roots, foundation, what connects us to this world? You know, it's home, it's family. And I know that 
Home and family, you know, home is a four-letter word for a lot of people. It's complicated. It's messy. There's the past. There's things that happen. There's ancestral stuff. So Pluto sort of walked into this part of your life, the beginning of 2008, and basically said to the foundation of you and the foundation of your life and things that you thought were sacrosanct and started to say, we're going we're gonna to get rid of this. Maybe there's been a big move. Maybe there's been a complete uh, change in how you connect with your family. Maybe you've had to make your own family. Maybe you've had to excavate the past, excavate the skeletons of the past. So that's what Pluto was doing. And then Saturn came in in 2018. And Saturn was saying a very simple question to you. Where is home? So maybe you, over the last few years, have been trying to answer that question. Maybe you made a big move. Like I said, maybe you started your own family, maybe you put down roots. And so Saturn is saying to you, okay, well, after everything that you've been through, do you know where home is? Do you know who is home? So it's a little bit of a poignant time for Libra, but it's quite possible because this is what's called a cardinal house for you, Libra, that this has come with very poignant lessons over the last three, if not 13 years. Scorpio voice. So this part or this 13 year chat here, I am Scorpio, I can't speak. This 13 year story has been about excavating what is in the way of you being heard, you expressing yourself, people hearing you, feeling the confidence of your voice, feeling the authority of your voice. And I think Scorpio in general likes to keep its cards close. If it says something, it says things very little, kind of can be very economical with its words. But oh boy, when Scorpio does say something, it can be very sharp. That said, I think that this is a time where there's been a lot of powerful transformation and how Scorpio is being heard. My personal example, because I am a Scorpio, is that if we were to rewind the clock and go all the way back to 2008, I would assure you, you would not recognize me. You would not recognize my voice. You would not hear me because there was too much in the way. And I mean that emotionally, spiritually, esoterically. So maybe I say this in your Scorpio or your Scorpio rising and you can relate. There's, there's been a powerful alchemy of finding your voice so that you can be heard, you know, kind of cutting through everything. And then Saturn in the last few years is like, well, show me, show me that you know how to speak up, you know how to be heard. Or Saturn was saying, hey, we're going to take a lot of classes, or maybe you're going to teach a lot, because now it's time for you to show that you are an authority of the mind. This part of the chart talks about the mind. This part of the chart also talks about choices. And I think when Saturn maybe by extension Pluto goes to this part of the chart. It's really about knowing the power of choice, the sort of the karma of choice and needing to understand that with choice comes consequence. No, no pressure, Scorpio. It's like if you make a left or a right or an up or a down, what does that what does that create? What sort of possible future does that create? And you know, side note, the future is not completely written. It's a tree, somebody once said to me, and I'll never forget it. So it's a tree with many branches. And I think that's one of the things that when people come to me with my work, they think that the future is already completely done. And so I just tell them, I just tell them their life, and then they go and just live their life. But you have to sort of 
you know, I say over and over again, the astrology is 50%, you are the other 50%, but it has to be balanced. You cannot be a passive actor to the astrology, nor can you try to dominate the astrology. You have to find this perfect balance. So this, you know, with Saturn being in this part of your chart, Scorpio, how do you sort of make some strategic decisions, but not to try to dominate because you know there's pluto pluto shows us we are not in control that's the thing pluto uranus neptune you know we we think we're 50 percent, but then here comes uh here comes uranus neptune pluto but you know we have to sort of meet ourselves with, with these planets we just can't try to drive the agenda with these planets and spending a lot of time in scorpio anyway so you have some serious decisions to make in the next 10 days next week you have to really show Saturn that you've know how to use your voice. Look at me, I'm all dressed up using my voice, hopefully showing Saturn. Um, Sagittarius. So this is the part of your chart that talks about money, income, how you earn a living, the value you, you, you assign to things, sort of the intrinsic value, maybe even cultural value. But when you look back over the last 13 years, you may see that there's been a big story about money, a big story about material stability. And you know maybe you see that divide with 2008, like, oh my God, like, Look what was going on with money. Look what was going on in my material life in 2008. Look where it is now. Because Pluto was doing a lot of deep excavation work with your relationship with the material world. Money, income, sense of roof over your head, basics, resources. So here comes Saturn, 2018, 2019, 2020. And Saturn is saying, do you know the value? Of yourself? Do you know the value of your time, of your self-worth? You know, maybe you have a very different relationship with money than you did a few years ago. Maybe you saved money. Maybe it's been a struggle, but this has been a time to really make some, um, you know, create some material stability in your life. And maybe there's been major purchases like a home or other things that help to create more material stability. The second house and astrology does have a lot of affinity um, with the fourth, which is home and family. So it's sort of these things that really kind of mutually support each other. So this is why you sort of get a little bit of a home and family vibe with this time as well. But, you know, Saturn, like I said, Saturn is saying, like, do you know exactly what you're worth? Right now, Sagittarius. And, you know, with Jupiter, also it's changing signs on December 19th, you know, Sagittarius, you're going to go into a new big time in your life because your ruling planet is Jupiter. It's going to start to point towards a very different sign. So you're sort of coming up to the 29th degree. And I think it's important to see where your money story is, where your material story is, where your resource story is um, this month, as opposed to, let's say, December of 2019, when Jupiter went into Capricorn, but also looking at January 2008. Um, Capricorn, Capricorn, you've been the star for 13 years, it seems. Um, yeah, Pluto went into your sign in January of 2008. If you are a Capricorn, um, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about, even if you know nothing of astrology. The last 
13 years, the last 12, 13 years have been in some way unprecedented. You in your life have had to transform in ways that you can't even like you look back to 2008, it almost looks like night and day. Now, if you were born on the earlier side of Capricorn, you, you went through this decade ago, you went through this five years ago. If you were born at the end of Capricorn, you're experiencing this right now. You are going through an alchemy, a transformation. The person that you were a year ago doesn't exist anymore. And that can be really uh, frightening a little bit. But it's what Pluto is trying to do is to get you to become who you need to be at this time. So maybe you're feeling this right now. Maybe you felt it years ago. Maybe you felt it last year. So with Saturn in your chart, you know, Saturn in your sign since 2018, Saturn's like, let's go, come on, come on. You know, Saturn is right at home in Capricorn. So I think that when Saturn went to Capricorn, I was like, oh, this is, you know, you know it's going to be good, right? But I think that it really just started to set the bar even higher for everybody and it set the bar higher even for you capricorn so i think that you're used to climbing the high mountains but like the mountain just got super higher and it's like oh yeah by the way it's not this mountain it's, it's that mountain so you gotta like go go back down and go go back up so i know capricorn you are exhausted i think when saturn goes into aquarius which it will on december 17th you should you will feel the shift it won't be this really intense pressure that 2020 has been putting on everybody, to be fair, but you even more so. Um, this real deep pressure to, to change, and to step up into some sort of role, the, and to really truly be at that higher bar that Capricorn sets. So just, you got one more, you got a week and a half left. You can, you can do it, Capricorn. Um, Aquarius. So this is a lot of the stuff has been happening behind the scenes with Aquarius because Capricorn represents the last sign in your chart. So it's sort of this liminal space between one life and the next life. It's spirituality, it's mysticism, it's that dreams and searching within for answers. So with Pluto there, there's been some you know, either deeper spiritual shift or deeper esoteric or existential shift since 2008. Um, with Saturn there the past few years, um, you've needed to let go of a lot of stuff. And, I, and maybe this is physical stuff, but really it's spiritual stuff because you sort of hit the end of the road. When Saturn goes into Capricorn on December 17th, it goes into, sorry, Saturn leaves Capricorn December 17th, it goes into Aquarius on, you know, that day. And Aquarius, of course, is your sign. So it's a time of new beginnings. You are ending a 30-year chapter. You're like, oh my God, 30 years. Well, Saturn, it works in 29-year arcs of time. In the last three years for you, Aquarius, about ending an old story ending quite possibly a 30-year story and with that all the stuff emotional spiritual non-physical stuff that you've accumulated to go along with that 30-year cycle 
well, you've needed to really purge the past few years. And maybe this is in a way you've done this physically to kind of represent the end of this great big chapter. But like I said, this has been happening more behind the scenes, more on an intuitive or spiritual level. And then things start to shift. You sort of move out of this liminal or gestational time in your life, Aquarius, and then you go into this new time starting on December 17th. So you might sort of feel like you're you're packing your bags, so to speak, Aquarius, getting ready for your next life because you are. So really think about the things that you're still holding on to. This is a little bit more of an internal work and an internal reflection because if, it's, if you bring it with you after the 17th, it's with you. And it may be harder for you to like kind of let it go because it comes into manifestation. It comes into this next cycle with you. Last, Pisces. So the last 13 years have really centered on friends, community, your connections, your place in the world. So Pluto going through this part of your chart over the last, let's say, decade, um, you needed to clear out who you call friends and maybe there's been some some power issues power issues with community trying to find your place in the world um but it's getting a sense of like well, where's your you know finding your own authority in in your community or in your in the world in the collective so here comes saturn and saturn can be a little part you know sad to say, a little brutal in this part of the chart, because what I've noticed over time, Saturn kind of walks into what's called the 11th sign. And you have, let's say, all these friends, but then Saturn's like, these people aren't really your friends. Because Saturn, whatever Saturn wants, it wants it to last. It wants it to last a year, five years, 29 years. So if you've got like really loosey-goosey friendships, you know, and maybe Pluto is kind of brought some complicated people into your life, then Saturn's like, nope. So when you look back over the last few years, you may see a social circle that's very different than it was in January of 2018, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. So Saturn is like, well, who are your friends? You know, the, the people that are there, and it, it might just be one person, it might, it might there have to be rock solid. Or maybe you have worked really hard the last few years to make stronger community bonds, to make stronger connections. So this is sort of where we're at. Saturn's at the last degree of Capricorn. We've got a week and a half, got 10 days as I record this on December 7th, 2020, um, Jupiter also getting ready to leave Capricorn as well. You know, it's Jupiter and Saturn, as I was kind of saying at the beginning of this video, this recording, they sort of deal with you know, life on a much bigger level. It's society, it's time, it's sort of the, the great levers and, and, and of what and kind of the stories that are happening to us on a, on a collective level. So there's going to be some shift. We will, we will see what happens. Aquarius and by extension Pisces, these are the last two signs of the Zodiac. They typically, and if you look back in history, at least in the 20th century, they tend to coincide with more kind of like 
like, you know, technology or more progressive social causes or a time when we're more aware of equity versus inequity, um, a time when we're trying to think about creating uh, bigger changes on a societal or social structure. You can go back and look at the early 90s, the early, the early 60s, early to mid 1960s. You can go back and look at the early to mid 1930s for the past few cycles. Um, I'm kind of looking at this from more of an American perspective and it'd be kind of interesting to see what was happening, of course, in other countries. So we're sort of on the edge of something right now. Um, also, this week, uh, we're getting ready for a solar eclipse. So yeah, lots going on. And, and speaking of liminal, like we are between the eclipses right now. So we had a lunar eclipse on November 30th. We had it at, in Gemini. It was eight degrees of Gemini. And then on December 14th, which is next Monday, right? When we're doing our, our next video, um, it's going to be at 23 degrees of Sagittarius. So if you are born on or near the 14th of December, the coming year is going to be a big new year, a big new year of change. If you have planets or angles at or near 23 degrees, plus or minus four or five degrees is what's called an orb in astrology, something is shifting. It's like a, the, the closer it is to degree, the more dramatic the shift. It's like, like I said in, in my um, video last week, the curtain comes down on one act and it comes up on another act and when the curtain comes up it's a new chapter it's a new time so one part of your life is going to start to see a shift that Sagittarius part of your life and we'll talk about this in the astrology this week or next week rather but the just for you to start to think about this coming eclipse it's in Sagittarius Sagittarius at its core is a sign that needs to find answers it's ruled by Jupiter Jupiter the largest planet in our solar system, but it's a planet that talks, you know, kind of lifts, lifts up our eyes. It makes us look out into the world. It makes us look out into the heavens, stars. And it's like, what does this all mean? Like, what's out there? You know, whether, you know, if we were in normal travel times, you would get on a plane, go see another part of the world or get on a spaceship and go see what's out there past orbit. Um, there's a sense of needing to make meaning. So it's a sign of faith, it's a sign of religion, it's a sign of philosophy, it's a sign of higher education, it's a sign of law. And this is, you know, side note back to Jupiter and Saturn, Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. Um, Saturn is order, Jupiter is law. These are the two law and order planets. So they are shifting signs and they're going into Aquarius, a sign that's driven by air. Aquarius, ideas, society, social networks, systems, technology, science, if I didn't say science already. So there's going to be this sort of kind of greater shift over the next 20 years. That said, um, this eclipse kind of really asks us, well, what do we believe in? And we can put all our eggs in one basket. We can think that we are absolutely right. But, you know, the, the sort of the trap, and I've talked about this in other live videos, the trap with the south node of the moon being in Sagittarius right now is that we need to be very careful about what we put all of our conviction behind, what we put all of our faith and truth and belief and meaning behind because 
we need with the North Node in um, Gemini, we need to kind of ask ourselves, well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need a new perspective. Maybe I need new beliefs. Maybe I need to go back to school. Maybe I need to start from scratch. Maybe I need to kind of learn my ABCs before I can kind of get to sort of the ideology that is made or the beliefs that are made by these words and and wisdom. So there's sort of this this push and pull that's happening right now between the sign of wisdom, faith, truth, meaning, Sagittarius, and, and, and Gemini. Choices, ideas, information, ABCs, words, writing, communication. So this eclipse is going to make something called a square to Neptune. When we see squares to Neptune, there's, it's just a reminder that we think we're in control, but then it's like, you know, what's the thing? Like we make plans and God laughs. So it's sort of like there's this need to surrender a little bit, a lot of it. I don't know. That's Whenever I say surrender, whenever I talk about Neptune, I think it kind of hits a button with people because everybody's like, nah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surrendering or I'm in control. But like I said, <laughs> we make plans, dot, dot, dot. So there's a sense of like, how do we get our human lives, our faith, our truth, our meaning, and in alignment with something spiritual, because Neptune is a very spiritual planet. It's the planet that dissolves the boundaries between the physical world and the non-physical world, whether it's dreams, whether it's intuition, whether it's a substance that takes us there, whether it's meditation that takes us there, it's altered states, altered realities, it's art and music and inspiration. but said this earlier, the three planets that sort of we're not in control of Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, because they're outer planets. So I'm going to talk more about this in my video next week, talk about the eclipse and what this eclipse means for us. Um, again, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm a psychic medium and astrologer here in Brooklyn, New York. We gather every week to look at the astrology to get our 50%, our human self in alignment with the astrology to find that balance. Um, if you're watching again on the replay on YouTube, Spotify, IGTV. Thank you all for joining me week after week to look at the astrology and discuss the astrology. And like I said, we got a lot going on in the coming days and weeks um, to get us ready for a um, for Saturn going into Aquarius. I'm gonna do a um, I'm gonna do a webinar on Saturn and Aquarius and what it means overall and what it means for you and your sign. And oh, oh by the way, because I got this question, I get it all the time. When you're reading for your horoscopes, and I say read for your sun and your rising sign, read for both. They are both equally important. They just look at your life from two different perspectives. Um, if you do not know your rising sign, but you and you have your your birth time, your exact birth time, that's how you calculate the rising sign. If you don't have your birth time, unfortunately, that's what you need. So until then, um, thank you all for watching me every week. This is Empowering Astrology. You can uh, go to empoweringastrology.com. You can book a consultation with me. I know we're getting towards the end of the year. Um, again, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, I think there's something else I'm not thinking of. But anyway, have a wonderful week. And um, thanks for getting fancy with me. Bye.